the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Hello and welcome to The Career Confidant. And today we're excited to have Marvin Smith joining us to talk about all that's new in HR tech and recruiting and, and all the different ways that we know HR tech is happening today. So we're excited to have Marvin here and to be um, talking about what's new. So Marvin, thank you so much for joining us. I'm glad to have you with us and have a conversation about what's going on that's new in HR tech. Great, I'm looking forward to it, thank you. Yeah, so tell me a little bit about, let's just you know address the elephant in the room right off the bat. What's going on in your space or what are you hearing with recruiters using ChatGPT in their work? Great question. Um, it seems like it's everywhere. I noticed a few weeks ago on a, on a podcast that, or a video podcast that, that I listen to uh, on a regular basis, it's called Recruiting Brain Food. And they had uh, a few hundred people all talking about you know what the opportunities were with this new AI interface and um, as I started to read more about it and then they recruiting Braden food had another um, event which you know I think over a thousand people attended so it's really out there and, and buzzing about I, I think that uh, with some of my clients that I consult with, uh, there are some more practical uses for it. But um, in, a, in a sense, what ChatGPT does is allow you to have a conversation with a computer that would be human-like. And that's really what's going on with this. And, and uh, whereas, you know, you may have used chatbots when you get to a, a website and they're say how can i help you or do those kind of things and we kind of find them you know mostly annoying well this is a completely different experience right there's um i mean it's it's good right I, there's been yeah. ai around for a while this is not the first one but chat gpt is significantly better than the other technologies right. before it right yeah. and so this is something that's caught people's eye and it was free whereas some of the other ones before cost a lot of money i mean i knew marketers were using jasper ai it wasn't yeah. as good and it cost you know quite a bit of money um how are recruiters talking about using this in their work well you have some people talking about how to find people and um, you know identify like lists of people and so forth that's been pretty well protected by chat gbt they're they're really sensitive to gdpr internationally and and the kinds of laws in the us that would protect people so there are ways around it and people are are using bing chat to do that which is built on the chat gbt and open ai platform um, but where I see the most usage immediately and company after company is making announcements about that, 
that have recruitment platforms is to use it in communication, to use it in email, to use it. LinkedIn is developing a way to use uh, its version of Bing Chat to communicate in a very personalized way to send emails to people. Um, I've seen three or four announcements just this last week on companies that are going to use uh, that for email templates. And so it's it's going to start small. There's going to be baby steps. Uh, you know, the one thing about these kinds of things in AI is you have to train the algorithms. And and it's it's kind of an interesting way to go. A, a client of mine, um, uh, Seekout, that I've been consulting with for a year and a half, um, I was curious what chat GBT would say about them. And so I, I asked chat GBT, what, who was Seekout? And they told me what Seekout was, but they gave me two co-founders that were not correct. Wow. They were completely made up as, as the, as the CTO and co-founder of Seekout says, Seekout or that Ch- chat GBT wants to please. And so if it can't find the truth, it'll just make things up. And so that's one of the downsides of this tool. So um, so anyway, the first time I tried it, it was incorrect. The second time I did it, four days later, I said, what is Seekout? And they gave me Anup Gupta, who's a co-founder and CEO, and Arvid Bala, who is the CTO and co-founder. So it came back with with the right name. So I guess that's part of how it learns. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I have not found it to um, get better when I ask it to do the same things. I'll have to keep trying. You know, in the resume writing world, people are all talking about how you can use it to write a resume and a cover letter. And I'd love your feedback on that here in a minute. But I've found that it, uh, you know, it can write a cover letter, but it's very generic, right? It's pulling Mm -hmm. from templated content that's available in its data set. And when I ask it to customize it, I almost feel like it got worse Mm -hmm. um, because it inserted in the company name, but in a way where it was really obvious that it was just inserting in the company name into a templated letter. Um, So I've, I've struggled with Yes, I'm, it can write a generic starter for you, but it's still not something I would want my clients to use because we know that cover letters that are generic are, are kind of the bottom of the bucket um, mm-hmm. but in far, as far as cover letters go. But, uh, you, you know, are there any things you're hearing out there about using it for the candidate side? What I, I think it's still pretty new. Um on the candidate side, I think what I'm seeing are theoretical kinds of conversations about it. So if you ask Bing or ChatGBT different things about itself, it'll it'll spit out a lot of information, and and some of those are are very you know futuristic. I think um, mm. in terms of what it's going to be able to do to help you plan your career and that sort of thing. But I, I think the as the as we teach people how to use prompts, you know, and how to be able to um, ask the right question. Someone once said that 
an English major is going to do better with chat GBT and AI than an engineer would because they would ask the right questions. And so I think that's what one has to do. I, I, I think it's a partnership between, you know, we need to leverage it to, to do certain things. So what I like about chat GDP is you could ask it, you know, I'm a psychology major in college what are my career options? And it would go through and give you eight or 10. I mean, I've done that. And so I know the, the answer to that. It's the next step in that, you know, what, okay, so let's say I want to be a clinical psychologist, you know, what kind of education do I need and so forth. And, and the one thing that both Bing and Bing Chat and ChatGBT don't have is experience, right? So they're missing that human experience kind of thing that we're we're looking for. So uh, I think it, in terms of brainstorming ideas, it's useful, and and it may be able to, with a few machinations, be able to reach out and generate a list of people that you could contact. LinkedIn profiles of people who were um, targets for that job seeker it's going to take a little bit more experience and a little bit, some more experimentation, I think, by people and get those conversations into the mainstream. I think then we'll see a lot more practical uses for it, but it's it's kind of fun and it's kind of scary at the same time, isn't it? It is, it is. Well, and you had said, you know, is science fiction becoming science reality? And, and um, we'll have to see, right? Yeah, it is. You know, I think back and, and uh, you know, to date myself a bit, you know, probably 2001, the space odyssey with HAL 9000 and that conversation with the with the astronaut and talking with HAL, um, you know, kind of started me thinking about that and war games and other movies about how that you could speak to a computer. But I don't think we've spent enough time. I mean, we see it all the time. Um, the uh, Her, I think, was, uh, you know, Academy Award nominated film where the actor, the main character had fell in love with the computer. And so Samantha, I think her name was. And so you have a lot of uh, conversations about that. But, um, you know, it, it's still finding a way to partnership, partner with that to make to make get the most out of it. Right. So I think that's really where the reality is. And, and so it's 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 fun to talk about. But I think there's so much momentum behind it that, you know, I think it will be a breakthrough at some point. There's just so much investment. You know, when Microsoft invests 13 billion into open AI and gets the, the rights to use uh you know, in Bing chat and, and so forth, it's, it's going forward pretty quickly on that. So. Yeah. Well, and I know that in the HR space, I mean, AI has been used in many different ways for a long time. And so this is, it's a new tool, but it's not the only way that HR is using AI. Um, right. right. Oh yeah. When I was at Lockheed Martin, we, we had several different AI applications. We had, I think the biggest time saver was being able to set the appointment schedule for somebody coming in to interview. And we used a, 
uh, some AI from a company called uh, Paradox, and it worked really well. I mean, I can't tell you how many hours mind-numbing work that it saved from you know coordinators setting up those interviews. We we had an internally generated or developed tool that would allow us to drop a person's resume into the AI box, so to speak, and we would be told or informed which jobs they should be, they were better suited for. So that was, you know, pre-chat GBT and so forth. So we're we're seeing a lot of that job matching kinds of things going on. And and I think as as we think about where it'll fit in AR, it's really going to do a lot of the administrivia kinds of tasks, the redundancies and so forth. It's going to be able to answer questions and point people in the right place to find the documents they're looking for and and you know it's just so i think it's going to change the kind of work that we do uh, and and i think that's the most challenging thing for people that are in the workforce is they may not like change right and and i found that anytime i was working on a project where it involved hr tech and implementing some new systems and some new processes. That was where I got the most pushback on on the implementation of it. It's just people don't want to change. And I think that is going to be one of the top skills we have to have uh, in the workforce is the ability to learn something new or the ability to, to be resilient and use all those words that we use right now, but on a practical basis, we're going to have to learn how to learn something new, I think. Yeah. Well, let's take a short break and we're going to come back and circle in on that topic of the learning piece. And we're going to talk a little bit more about AI, AI and recruiting, and then talk about where you see things kind of going in the next year. What's What's going on? What do you hear from the companies that you're talking about in terms of technology and other ways that that hiring is changing? So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 
Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. tuned in to the career confidant with marie zimanoff if you have a question or comment for marie or her guest today please call 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 you may also send an email to marie at strategicadvantage.com. now back to the career confidant so welcome back and we have been talking with Marvin Smith about what's going on in the area of HR tech and specifically with ChatGPT. And Marvin, you said something really important right before we went to break, which was the skill of learning how to learn and specifically perhaps how that relates to technology, because a lot of people are uh, afraid might be too strong of a word, but they're really uncomfortable and feel they don't feel confident and, and maybe feel a little bit territorial, right? I don't want that technology to take my job. And so we need to learn how to learn. And we also need to learn how to integrate technology into our work um, in, a, in a thoughtful way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, um, it's very fascinating, to, you know, just to put it in a little context that in a couple of years, uh, 75% of our workforce is going to be millennial and younger. Um, and and so part of, I think, that ability to learn is going to rest on a different generation than I am. You know, that uh, I was reading um, a, a survey uh, on the future of work that Dell did uh, along with a, a council. And the research said that 85% of the jobs that will be in 2030 have not been invented yet. So that's that's the reality, I think, of, of us in the workforce that in um, you know a few years, we're gonna have to be, that ability to learn is gonna be much more important. To back up just a little bit more, when I was, I attended HR Tech, which is kind of the big, big US conference for technology and and this year the focus was really on internal mobility how can we help people stay with us i mean the, the great resignation and and the the data that said a lot of people were look, going to be looking for additional jobs in spite of the economy this year uh frightened people and so they were there was every it's almost like every vendor had a solution for that and mm-hmm. and it was really moving to a skill-based kind of approach to work um but even at at that it, it's it's still kind of new and interesting how that's going to evolve so the the conversation there was about that it was about using artificial intelligence but something happened in november when chat gbt went public and made it open to the to the general public and a million people signed up in the first four days or whatever the the data was it's 
it, it, is, it is going to be much more transparent. So how do we learn how to learn, I think, is, is really where people in your space, I think, are going to be very needed uh, in that process. I know that when I worked internally at, at Fortune 50 companies, and, and there was always a group of people that were high potentials. Not me, but other people were high potentials, and and uh, they missed out on that one, Marvin. Well, <laughs> anyway, the the and they were trying to figure out how to how to give the top ten or fifteen percent of the workforce the additional skills and add the gifts and abilities. It's almost like they've taken that that and now said everybody is is gifted, and we want to keep people, and we're going to have to to treat them. The challenge with that, I found that in large organizations, it was all self-directed. And so it's, it's the old blind leading the blind. If, if you don't really understand a career and where to go and, you know, Wayne Gretzky is famous for saying, I skate for where the puck is going to be, not where the puck is right now. And what we have to think about is where is the puck going to be in careers you know how do i anticipate what's going to come and be able to relate to it so i think i probably have more questions and answers for you uh, but i know that you know with our ability as people to adapt um, we'll get there but it's going to take guides like you to tell people and advise people on what potential careers are because you know, I think that old paradigm where we stay with one company, you know, went out the window a lot of time and and the loyalty has turned to the loyalty to our profession. Right. And so we have to think about, well, how can I get better at doing X or how will X lead me to Y and those kinds of things? And I think it's it's people like you. They're going to have to do that. So. Yeah, and it's a big challenge for individuals, right, to look ahead because, as you said, we don't like change. And so if you are in charge of kind of creating that change instead of having it happen to you, there's great power there and, and there's uh, opportunity but it also is scary because you don't have, you know, I used to use the analogy of the train track that's laid out in front of you versus being on your own ATV and mm -hmm. you can go a lot more places. You can have a lot more fun. You can see more things perhaps than you can on the train, but there's more risk and there's more personal responsibility. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that shift is challenging for some people, for other people they, they might, struggle with the fact that they like the ATV, but they're not real good at looking at the map. <laughs> True. So everyone's got their challenge. One of the things that I think is going to happen is chat GPT is going to make us better at our own jobs. Mm -hmm. and, 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 I, and I say that because chat GPT and other large language models of AI are going to be as good as an average career counselor, as an average doctor, as an average mechanical engineer. So the information that I'm going to receive from chat is going to be average. It's not going to be exceptional. So it's going to force us to provide the experiential kinds of commentary. 
when I think about all the writing that's done about stuff in HR and in talent acquisition, you know, the ones that put out a, a laundry list of eight points that you need to do to build a talent pipeline or to do that, I think that's going to go away. That's where Jasper, that's where chat GPT, that's where other things are just, they, they can spit that out in 30 seconds. That's, it's, it will force content writers to write differently. And, and I think if you stretch that sort of application across different professions, it's going to have that kind of impact. Right. Well, and, and as a consultant, um, and as I tell my coaches, that it isn't about the how, right? A coach isn't about yeah. telling someone how to do something that negates your value as a coach, because even before ChatGPT, people could go on the internet and find out how, or what could I do with this major? It's walking people through the internal process that happens when mm -hmm. you have to make change, which as you have said, people struggle with. And when you're doing consulting, the same thing, it's not that they don't know how to implement an HR process or the eight steps to talent acquisition. It's that they have to get everybody on board and they have to make sure all the stakeholders right. feel included. And there's so many people tasks to that that make it much more difficult than just knowing the eight steps. And those are the things that we as coaches and consultants are gonna to have to get better at communicating our value outside of the eight steps. That's right. not ever where our value really was, but we've gotta get away from communicating it that way because that's not, as you said, it's not gonna be differentiating anymore. Right. I think that's one of the value propositions in recruiting is, that using HR tech in recruiting and AI in recruiting is going to allow us to spend more time on that human-to-human -human relationship. And and the same thing uh, ChatGBT said about career counseling is that's one of the things that it's going to do is it it freely admits it has no empathy, uh, freely admits he has he or she has no experience with a topic, but and warns of the dangers that they might be inaccurate so um but i but it, it's it's exciting to be on that change i read a quote that was attributed to bill gates that said that chat gbt is going to have the same impact that the internet did on us and and you know if you were around for you know as we sort of transitioned from uh, non-internet days and and moving into how do we leverage what we do professionally on the internet and then as we saw that sort of that next iteration of of the internet where we had personalized kind of relationships and built community and that sort of thing i think i think that if you think about how chat gbt is going to take make everything more personalized. And we're gonna provide the expertise of the experience, then that partnership is, is gonna go a long ways. And I think that um, a few years from now, we're gonna be shocked at what we used to do that's now done by a, a computer and what we're doing, um, even though I can't tell you what it's gonna be, it's, it's, uh, it's gonna be, uh, uh, we're going to have to hold on. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, and I'm excited that you're joining us in San Diego in a few weeks um, 
to, you know, to dive deeper into these topics. Of course, people that are there in person are going to get the opportunity to engage mm -hmm. with each other and engage with you and ask questions. And we kind of wondered during COVID, right, would the in-person events stick? Mm -hmm. And I... We, I've only done one in-person symposium that I've led myself, but I've been to a few other conferences since we got back. And it's kind of that difference that you're talking about between chat GBT and the human. To me, the virtual versus in-person relationships have that similar difference that you can get a lot out of a virtual event. But there's just something when you get in person with people that makes the relationship different and makes the learning different. And I'm just so excited to see you in San Diego. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's, um, it is good to get back in and mingle with people again, because I think that human contact and the hallway conversations that we have and so forth are, are where you really learn the most and you deepen those relationships. And so absolutely looking forward to San Diego. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a short break here on The Career Confidant. We're going to say goodbye to Marvin. So thank you so much for joining us, Marvin. And when we come back, I'm just going to talk through some of the, the chat GBT in the career services field that I'm seeing. And maybe since we've touched on it already, I'll also talk about some of the other chat related tools that have been available in the career space for a couple of years um, and the work that has been done in this space that Marvin's alluded to. So we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back here on The Career confidant. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Say It Skillfully is my radio show about being who you are and saying what you think needs to be said. This is your host, Molly Chang. I'll help you find the right words to tackle any challenging conversation you've been avoiding. Whether you're part of a small project team or leading a giant company, the more you accept that you're part of the problem, the faster you can be part of the solution. You'll learn how to achieve success on your terms and be happier, healthier, and more productive at work and in your life. Check out SayItSkillfully.com for practical resources, including my 90-second videos, real-life examples showing you how to speak up skillfully. I invite you to call in with your questions. Join me live every Tuesday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. And no, I'm cheering for you. You 
are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Hello and welcome back to The Career Confidant. And we were talking with Marvin Smith about how we can embrace technology, how recruiters are using this technology. And during one of the breaks, he and I were joking because um, I'm on a sourcing group. I'm not really sure how I got invited or they know there's a career counselor hanging out in their midst, but um, I got invited to this sourcing group and they were talking about how LinkedIn, it sounded kind of official, that LinkedIn is integrating ChatGBT and to be able to do personalization of outreach messages, outreach messages, um, which I, th- I think is great for recruiters. And Marvin kind of uh, backed that up that, yes, it sounds like this is true. However, I'm nervous about what that looks like on the sales side, because I know we are all so tired of sales messages on there and unfortunately bad use of sales messages on LinkedIn hurts those of us who are small businesses that are trying to use LinkedIn messaging in in a better way uh, to connect with people. But maybe ChatGBT will make some of their messages better and um, help the situation somehow, I guess we can hope since it's probably not anything we have control over to stop. Um, But as I think about ChatGBT and it's coming on the market, it's new, people are excited about it. I like to remind us that there were technologies like this being used before. Uh, not necessarily to put, you know, put ChatGPT down and say that it's not the new thing. It is. It's much better than some of the things that were being used before. And there's been a path blazed before in almost all fields, and even in the careers field, on how we can use this type of technology and make some of the technologies that were already in use even better. So about two years ago now, we had a group from uh, Europe, I think it was from France, come in and talk about a new chat bot that they were that they were creating because at that time in France and Belgium, people had a month long waiting list to get into a workforce support person. So if you got laid off, you couldn't even get in to see a workforce support person until you'd been out of work for maybe two months. And this is a problem, right? So this company had gone and created this technology that would be a chatbot and help people access labor market data. This is perfect use of AI technology, right? It's a data set. AI can go and filter that data set for our individual job seeker. They also included some assessments that connect with the labor market. So the Holland code that we're used to seeing here in the US, if you've been into our ONET online system, they were using some similar assessments to help people filter down the job market opportunities based on their interests or their skills. So, you know, there's a few different ways that we can slice that information and, and give it back to people. So this is a great technology. It's an awesome tool, even for a career counselor, career coach, because that's not where we need to be spending our time, right? We don't need to be spending our time digging into labor data with an individual because that's not a great use of our time. We can help them figure out who they are, what's the best input to put into those types of systems so that you get great output. 
And then, of course, how do you explore that data once it comes back out? So as Marvin was talking about, you know, ChatGBT can now help you get the options. If I've got a degree in this type of work, what are my career options? And ChatGBT can help filter that labor data for you. Now, as this system gets smarter and it gets better data and it gets connected to live data, all of that will get even better. And that's awesome for us as career practitioners, right? We can use this tool to help people explore careers and probably even be able to get a, life, a day in the life because that's out there on the internet. So we could get that information and share that with them. I know people are using it, of course, not just in the career identification, career exploration space, but also in the job search space. Now, what I found interesting that Marvin was talking about is that as this technology gets better and as it connects to live search in, on the internet, you'd also be able to use it to find people, but that that technology is violating people's privacy, right? So how do they connect that in a way that doesn't do that? And how will that get sorted out? It'll be interesting to see how that helps us. I've never been a huge fan of the cold outreach as people's first steps because it's big, it's scary, and you're likely to get an, a no or a crickets response because people don't know who you are. I much prefer that you warm that up first, but a search and finding those people cold could give you the steps to be able to do that, to do that warming up. But you could use AI, I, I wonder how we could use AI in our own network to help us identify people that we already know. So I'll have to go into ChatGPT later and ask it, how could I do a Boolean search in LinkedIn to better get these results? Because you've already got your network in LinkedIn. Um, Facebook search used to be better. It's not as great as it used to be, but I have to ask ChatGBT because those are the things that it could do. So now instead of us going out to a search engine and searching how to do that, ChatGBT could do that for us. If you don't have access, I know ChatGPT is actually down today for people that have free access. Um, you can't still use just a search engine. You could use Bing search now to do that search and see if it might be better than Google search and, and what kind of information you get. So you may not be able to use it to search the public web for people, but there are AI tools and AI ways that you could get it to help you with your own, identifying your own network. And in essence, that's what companies are using it for. So companies are using these AI tools to find people within their own applicant tracking systems, to find people within their own organizations, and also obviously to source their external challenges or external channel channels where they have access. And this was probably 10 years ago that I ran into a small startup in Fort Collins, Colorado that was helping can helping their current company employees connect their network, so mainly their LinkedIn connections, into a bigger pool for the company so that the company could access all of the connections of all of its employees. I mean, think about what a huge pool that would be for that organization to be able to do that. Now, I know at that time, 
that organization, I believe, got somewhat bought out by LinkedIn because LinkedIn didn't want people accessing their API in that way. They haven't done anything with that technology, but it will be interesting to see as these new tools come on and as LinkedIn matures, if you will, if they will start to make that um, available to recruiters. So not only now are they searching by, you know, kind of the basic search functions in LinkedIn, but could they better access those second level connections of themselves and, and maybe even the connections of their employees that they're not connected to? Seems like a brilliant idea. And now that the AI tools have come on to aid in that search, um, it would be interesting, of course, you know, how do we know that our connections are open to being connected to by other people? We don't, but LinkedIn doesn't really require that anyway. So it'll just be interesting to see where this technology goes with the mindset of that it's been around for a while and people have been using it for a while. So if we're using ChatGPT or a similar tool in career exploration, getting labor data, connecting people to labor data that might be most interesting to what they're doing, this also needs that grain of salt. Because I used to tell people when we were doing this kind of research on ONET online, that yes, it says this career is going to be growing. Where's that data coming from? How old is that data? And it really still has to connect with what you want to do. Just because a career is growing doesn't mean it will be something you end up staying with if it doesn't match in some way to what you like to do, your skill set, et cetera. So those connecting the dot pieces, people are still gonna need help with, even as AI can help them do some of the research. And we're just getting started with our career uh, coach training program that starts tomorrow, well, Wednesday. So this is something new that we're gonna factor into that class. How can we use ChatGBT to help people with their research, with their career exploration? because we've got to be using the latest tools to speed up our work so that we have time to do the other pieces that that technology can't do, to help people with the research, to help people with the internal roadblocks that come up when we start thinking about making change, when we start researching and identifying options. Again, it's not a lack of options that gets in people's way usually. It's the, what do I do with that information? What do I do with all of my insecurities around making change? What do I do with all of that other stuff that doesn't have anything to do with knowing what my options are? That's actually kind of the easy part. It's the internal piece and then the taking the steps to make the transition piece that are difficult. And that's still going to require coaches like you who also know how to use the tools to speed up the parts that we can speed up so we can spend more time and go deeper in those other areas to make the change faster or more you know more successful for that person so we're going to take a, a short break and when we come back we'll go through chat gbt in job search resumes and cover letters and interviewing we'll be right back in just a few minutes Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. 
you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career, you can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Are you a business owner, 1099 contractor, part-time employee, or volunteer who needs group health coverage you can actually afford? Do you know a nonprofit who would benefit from unlimited zero-cost funding? How about cost reduction, school safety, mental health wellness, and more? All these and more are fair game on finding certainty. If you want more certainty in your own life, you are not alone. Join us each Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Find your own brand of certainty and realize your personal American dream with Finding Certainty, hosted by Patrick Lang. Let's unwrap the certainty experience together. Defeat the Chaos with Corey Harris and Julie Traxler hits on topics every week that affect small business owners across this country. They provide insights that show entrepreneurs how to reduce stress, wear fewer hats, and work shorter hours. Take your business from being owner-dependent and stagnant to growth-ready and process-driven every Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. tuned in to the career confidant with marie zimanoff if you have a question or comment for marie or her guest today please call 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 you may also send an email to marie at strategicadvantage.com. now back to the career confidant Welcome back to The Career Confidant, and today we've been talking about ChatGBT, and if you have been uh, watching our Career Thought Leaders YouTube channel, you'll, you'll know that I've done a few screenshot videos where we talk about that ChatGBT and what it can do. Um, if you haven't been following along on our Career Thought Leaders YouTube channel, I'd encourage you to do that. We put some snippets of these shows, but then we have all different content that comes out on that channel in addition to this Career Confidant content. So what can ChatGBT do for us in job search, resume writing, cover letter writing, and interviewing? In the job search area, obviously it can still do some of those research tasks. It can go out and find information on companies for you. Again, as this gets integrated with current data or there's a Chrome plugin now that you can use where you get current internet data instead of the 2021 data that was programmed into ChatGBT, um, as that shifts, it'll become even more powerful to do company research. I did a test, you know, with the ChatGBT against Google and, you know, what do you get better data? And it's really, you get different things in ChatGBT. I got a list of companies when I asked for companies that did chemistry in Chicago or something. And I got a list of companies. When I'm in Google, I get links to Glassdoor reviews and other things that are, are really helpful. And so I don't know that there's a either or. It's, it's in a tool. It's an and. So you can use both tools and get good information. You could use the chat GBT data, put that into Google and vice versa and see what kind of 
information you can get. Be careful, even with Google, but especially with ChatGPT, because as Marvin said, it will give you incorrect information if it either doesn't know the answer or it hasn't had to answer that before, or there's multiple things that seem to cause it to give you an incorrect answer. So be careful about that when you're doing your research. Um, you want to you fact check things. And then decide as you're doing that, is this worth your time? Is this a tool? Is this a way you want to continue to use the tool if you find that it's continuously <laughs> incorrect on whatever it is you're doing when you're doing your, your job search activities on it? Um, but it can be a good way to identify information, to identify target companies, um, to, to research them and see what kind of information you get back. And then just also having another tool, whether that's Bing or, or Google that you're cross-checking with and getting additional information into your search. And when we think about using it for resumes and cover letters, I've had really mixed um, experiences with just, you know, write a resume it sometimes does a good job of laying out a resume with a summary and job experiences and bullets and and it always does a few weird things so please don't put an objective on your resume just because ChatGPT does i don't understand why their automatic default is to use an objective on a resume when that's been out of style for at least 10 years and you can ask it to write you one without an objective of course but it seems like the default is to include an objective it's also putting skills at the bottom, which is somewhat outdated format in the US. Usually the skills go in the summary section somewhere and in a modern resume today in the US. And then sometimes it will put pronouns in a resume. That can be fine for some types of clients and, and targets. But most of the time today, we're not using pronouns in a resume. That doesn't mean you can't tell a story. We just don't use the pronouns when we tell those stories most of the time in a resume today. It also tends to write summaries that are very generic and flowery. Those aren't in, in vogue anymore. So chop it down, bring it to the essential. And I like to have maybe one or two statements about who you are or what you've done, and then get to the point, include some specifics that really build that picture of who you are instead of just saying it, show me with the, with the accomplishments that you use. When I ask it to personalize a resume to a job description or target a resume to a job description, it oftentimes writes what looks more like a cover letter than a resume. And that's confusing. I don't know why, you know, I'm trying to use more prompts and that seems to make the outcome worse instead of better. Whereas the marketing work that I've done, the prompts do make the marketing content better. For some reason, that doesn't seem to be true in the resume space, which is interesting. When I ask it to target an existing resume to a job description, and it was a professionally written, you know, powerful, lots of specifics resume. It actually took a lot of that out. And that makes me really nervous. So I see a lot of people saying, oh, use it to target your resume to a job. And I'd be careful about that. When it takes out those specific accomplishments, don't listen. <laughs> don't do that just because it, it does that. Put those accomplishments back in, use the words that it said to use, etc. Um, but I also think that putting a job description in and asking ChatGBT 
what are the top requirements or what are the most used keywords in this job description, that might actually be a better use of it. If you already have a resume or if you're a professional resume writer, then actually asking ChatGPT to write you a resume uh, seems to be better flow than trying to get it to target your resume. And in my experience, three or four times now, it's destroyed the resume, um, not really made it any stronger towards a position. One of the keys, and I love this tip, this comes from Gene Stoner, to ask ChatGBT to write accomplishments for a job description that you are not necessarily going to use, but they are going to show you these are the types of accomplishments that might be good for that job. And then whether you're doing your resume yourself or you're helping a client, you dig in with them and you try to find stories from their background, real stories from their background that mirror the accomplishments that ChatGPT wrote. And you don't have to have it write the rest of the resume, which gets you know the formatting and the screwy summaries and all of that. They just write the bullet points. These aren't bullet points you're necessarily going to use because it will make up data be careful of that. It will make up data. We do not want our clients just copying and pasting out of ChatGPT to their resumes. But as a professional resume writer, now instead of just a list of questions to ask this person, which is great, now I've got a list of sample accomplishments that I can really help the client see this is what we're aiming for. Do you have a way that we can tell your story but mirror these types of uh, bullet points that you're seeing here. And of course, when we think about it for interviewing, you can ask what types of interview questions might I get asked for this role. Um, you can ask it to script answers for you, but be careful, do your multi-pronged research, go out to Google, go out to LinkedIn. LinkedIn has a great interview tool that will show you questions that are asked for certain types of careers. Do a different, you know, just not ChatGBT, what questions might you expect, Glassdoor, et cetera. And then in the answers, again, it's going to make up things. You can't use ChatGBT's made up stories in your interview. That will not work, right? So it's going to give you a model. It's going to give you a template that you absolutely must fill that template in with your own information, or you are going to have a really hard time in that interview when someone asks you a follow-up question or whatever about your story if that story is not yours. Now, most of us wouldn't do that anyways, um, but just be careful of that. It's going to give you the template. It's going to give you that data, but you've got to make it your own. Same is true for using it for a cover letter or resume or anything else. It's a good starting point, but don't use the generic junk. The generic junk was bad when you were pulling off at examples on the web. It's better than nothing. I know that there's research saying that the, those inner, those resumes are getting more interviews than other people, but it's still generic junk and you can do better. Use ChatGPT as a tool to help you take it to the next level, not just copying and pasting what ChatGPT gives you. We've got a lineup of great speakers for the rest of the month as we move towards our symposium. We've got some other symposium speakers coming on to share uh, next week, Greg LeBoy, and we look forward to seeing you right back here again next week on The Career Confidant. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. 
Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then.